It's my mother's birthday, and I wish Phyllis Tubbs a fantastic day, and I'm sad I will not be able to visit her this evening. So this January 20th, 2021 installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement is dedicated to her as a grateful appreciation for all she's done for me over the years. None of this would be possible without her love and support over the years. I am truly grateful. Happy birthday, Mom. On today's show, Charlottesville City Council gets a budget update. Charlottesville Council also hears from the Tree Commission about the unmet planting needs, and the Commonwealth Transportation Board hears about COVID-related traffic trends. Today's Patreon field shout-out is for the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign, an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the Northern Piedmont. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them that Lonnie Murray sent you. The fallout from the economic shutdown related to the COVID-19 pandemic means that Charlottesville is facing a tougher financial future than might have been expected a year ago. Last night, the City Council got an update on the city's financial picture. Ryan Davidson is a senior budget analyst with the city. There's been a, a marked decline in our rev, many of our revenues, and our new revenue projections are approximately $5 million lower than what we had previously presented. Specifically, meals tax collections are $2 million lower than had been forecast in September, and transient lodging tax collections are about $1.86 million lower. But not all sources of revenue are in the red. Um, licenses and permits, uh, this is one, one bit of good news. We are seeing continued strong performance in our um, building and plumbing and, and those types of in our other permits. And so um, we're actually expecting a almost half a million dollar increase. Davidson said in the worst case scenario with revenues that continue to decline, the city could end up with a $13.2 million shortfall by the end of the fiscal year. To manage that shortfall, budget staff are using the cash reserve that council agreed to put aside when it approved the budget for the current fiscal year. That money would have gone to various items in the capital improvement program. Davidson said that the city may also need to use surpluses from both fiscal year 19 and fiscal year 20. That could be up to $4.1 uh, million dollars, uh, for, that we could bring in as a potential revenue source to help fill that gap. Let's try to manage to, to the worst case scenario. And if things are better than that, then we'll be prepared for that. And if they're better than that, then we, you know, we have, I don't want to call it extra, but we have, have levers that we haven't had to pull or sources that we haven't had to use. Davidson reminded the council that there are still just over five months left in the fiscal year and projections can change over time as conditions fluctuate. Let's try to manage to, to the worst case scenario. And if things are better than that, then we'll be prepared for that. And if they're better than that, then we, you know, we have, I don't want to call it extra, but we ha have levers that we haven't had to pull or sources that we haven't had to use. Council also got a briefing from the Charlottesville Tree Commission on their annual report. Brian Menard is the group's chair. This past December marked 10 years since council established the commission with the charge to, quote, protect and improve the urban forest in pursuit of a better quality of life for city residents and environmental and aesthetic benefits. 
Menard said both planting more trees and preserving ones that exist are critical to maintaining an urban forest and that the benefits of doing so are many. These include public health, energy conservation, environmental sustainability, water and air quality, stormwater management, and environmental and social justice. Menard said the percentage of Charlottesville's 10.4 square miles covered by trees is dropping, and an aerial study will be conducted later this year to confirm initial analysis that the city has lost 460 acres of tree canopy since 2004 due to development, and the city is not meeting its goals. The goal of planting 200 trees annually has not been met in each of the last four years. Plantings have not kept pace with removals, They average about 129 trees per year, which is 65% of the planting goal. Menard said many new developments are not planting what they should, which leads to more urban heat and less shade. To be clear, the commission fully understands the need for and supports the need for more housing, especially the critical need for affordable housing. But it believes that there must be a balance that recognizes another critical need, which is to preserve and expand our green infrastructure. Menard noted that neighborhoods with lower tree canopies are the ones with lower incomes. Simply put, less shade equals higher levels of heat, negative health outcomes, and higher energy costs. Neighborhoods with tree canopy below 40% are effectively unhealthy neighborhoods. Menard said members of the Tree Commission want to make sure the update of the zoning code and comprehensive plan reflects the need for more trees. They would also like funding restored for tree planting. A line item for tree planting was eliminated in the current fiscal year and put in that reserve to deal with potential revenue shortfalls that turned out to have materialized. Take a look at the report to learn more. I'll have more from the City Council meeting in a future newsletter. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports another 4,515 new cases of COVID-19, and the seven-day average is currently 6,149 a day. The percent positivity declined another tenth of a percentage point today to 13.5%. There are another 63 deaths reported today in Virginia, but none are in the Blue Ridge Health District, where a new fatality has not been reported since January 11th. The Blue Ridge Health District reports 94 new cases today, including 14 in Louisa County, which has seen nearly half of its total caseload of 1,313 reported in the year 2021. The Louisa Board of Supervisors had been intended to get a briefing from the Blue Ridge Health District last night, but the appearance by Director Denise Bonds was postponed. BRHD officials are slated to give an update to the Albemarle Board of Supervisors at their meeting tonight. There are 33 new cases reported in Albemarle today for a total of 2,808 cases during the pandemic. The VDH's dashboard on vaccines now shows a seven-day rolling average of 18,740 doses being administered a day. That's higher than yesterday. A disclaimer on the site states that it may take up to 72 hours for administered doses to be recorded into the system. The various government-mandated closures to slow the spread of COVID during the pandemic initially led to lower traffic volumes on Virginia's highways. Yesterday, the Commonwealth Transportation Board got an update on traffic volume when measured by trucks only and all vehicles. Mina Lockwood is with VDOT's Traffic Engineering Division. So both are trending below normal, decreasing from about 90% of typical down to about 84% of typical. 
In mid-April, traffic volumes were down as much as 60% of the normal. VDOT measures traffic volume at 512 locations throughout the Commonwealth. To watch Lockwood's presentation, click the link that's in the newsletter. There's also a link to her data. Today in meetings, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors has a long meeting beginning at 1 p.m. In the evening session, there is a public hearing to officially move forward with already approved capital projects that were paused at the beginning of the pandemic. Here's a quote from Albemarle County spokeswoman Emily Kilroy. In a typical year, this happens in June when the board appropriates funds for the new budget year. This did not occur in June 2020, as finance and budget staff waited to understand the impact of the pandemic on local revenues. Projects include $260,000 for the county's Greenways Blue Rays program, $330,000 to address drainage infrastructure in older county neighborhoods, and $20.4 million for an addition to Crozet Elementary School, as well as other improvements. To learn more about what's happening at the Board of Supervisors, take a look at this week's Week Ahead newsletter. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. Going to get this brief because I know a lot of people are probably not going to listen to this one given things that are happening nationally today. I want to reiterate that this particular episode is dedicated to my mother, Phyllis Tubbs, on the occasion of her birthday, which is also today. That is the most important thing happening in my life, and I am sad I won't be able to see her. If you have enjoyed this program, please send it on to somebody else and do send in questions. Keep them coming in, and uh, let's look forward to the rest of the year. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and I'll be back tomorrow with another installment. Thanks for listening, and stay safe out there. 